morning, Glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, Big J. Seventh day of December, 2021. My name will that be Nick. And as I mentioned previously, there's Big J right over there. Yeah. How you feeling, Big J? Great. Every day is a wonderful day, is it not? No. Huh? When was your last really bad day? Uh, boy, probably. Really drudge up those terrible thoughts. Yeah, probably Friday. Friday was Friday. a bad day? Yeah, I didn't feel that great. Oh. What was the matter? Yeah, my tummy was topsy-turvy. Did you eat something the day before? I, I, I you know, I think it was, um, yeah, a string of, uh, string of leftovers. Boy, not, not leftovers. Yeah, I know, I know. And I've decided I've made hard and fast rule. No matter what it is, it's got a one-day shelf life. Okay. Okay. And I'm done with it. I mean, you do have other people in the house, but they, they don't eat they leftovers. They are adverse to leftovers, oh, right? Oh, God. I mean, there's still, like, some leftovers, some what look to, to be some delicious chicken tenders that are still in there. From how long ago? Sunday? Saturday? <laughs> yeah, see, this is and part of the problem. Mine. You don't remember when they go in They there. weren't mine. Were they I homemade was, chicken tenders? No, no. We, we had them from a restaurant. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and I would have been happy to eat them, but they just sat there. Uh, well, let them sit now. They've been there a couple days. But then the one time I eat the leftovers that I shouldn't, I get yelled at. Of course. It's usually by the kid. This is Murphy's Law. Big J, do you understand? Mason's well, Law. Maybe it's all about uh, portion control so that there's no leftovers left in the Big J household. It's easier said than done, man. What's the matter? Well, because every time... Because uh, planning for, you know, cooking for four people sometimes isn't as easy, but... Uh, you know, the times that I don't make enough for a bunch of uh, leftover, you know, extra stuff is when they complain that there's not more. There's not more sauce. Well, at some point, I wish we gonna had have... more sauce. Somebody's gonna have to pick their poison here, Big J, and it yeah. might be you. No, it's not gonna be me. It's gonna be them picking uh, me, not cooking anymore. Look, now you've made me angry. Well, this doesn't make any sense. But uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you angry. Uh, all I ask is how you feel. I'm seething rage now. <laughs> Wonderful. Then we are just in time for the show to start. Today, we will have a chance for you to go check out the Xmas Bash coming up on the 18th at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Three of Dead Man, 10 Years, and Eve Under Fire. That's going to be an exciting show. Another chance for somebody to win some cash with the X-Rock Double Dare. We're down to the last couple of days for you to win some cash money. We sure would like you to do that. Yeah. So we'll give you a chance to do that at 7.30 today. Uh, we're going to go to hell over the course of the show today. It should be a decent Tuesday show. That's the goal. We kick things off with some bush. It's Machine Head here on The Morning After with the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And it's happened, at least according to Realtor.com, Big J, after being on top of the real estate market as one of the hottest spots of the country, we are no longer there. How does it feel? I mean, what are we in between? Uh, I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what. Uh, but uh, it, it's uh, we have lost the number one spot for the most sought-after spot to move in the country, where we were at for the last year and a half. Now topping that list is Salt Lake City. Uh, 15.2% increase in home sales over the past year. Ugh. Indianapolis is number two. Columbus, Ohio is number three. And then Boise is where we find ourselves at number four on the Realtor.com list. Springfield, Massachusetts, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Akron, Ohio, Greenville, South Carolina, Kansas City, Missouri, and Knoxville, Tennessee. Round out the top ten there. So congratulations. We're still up there, but we're just not topping that list anymore. 
So like I said, you can feel a little bit of the pushback from where it was a couple of years ago where things were just, you know, on the market for less than an hour kind of a thing. There's a little bit more availability, a little bit more leeway. Now it's in limbo. It's not like, oh, prices go back to where they were before the big boom. Now it's in between is what I mean. I got you. Yeah, I mean, listen, prices... Now, now listen, we're still number one in the most overpriced housing market yeah. in the country, meaning we're still paying way more than our houses are actually worth to live there. It's just less people are moving here than they were a year ago. But we're still in the top five in the country, so it's not like we're incredibly slowed down. We're just not number one anymore. Well, listen, Big J, if Bill Belichick ever gets sick of coaching New England Patriots, he could fit right in at the Air Force Academy because uh, three passes were all that were attempted in last night's Monday Night Football game because of the weather and God knows what else. But even though they knew the runs were coming, the Bills couldn't stop them. 14-10, to 10, the final score on Monday Night Football last night. He uh, No, he he foreshadowed what it would, how this would go in the a pre, a pre-game interview. He was wearing a Navy face mask. Was he? And they run the triple option. Yes. So... Yeah, that's one of the all these service academies the, run the, the option. The subtle things, but I, I think uh, his his family comes from uh, the uh, Navy coaching tree, or maybe it's even Army coaching tree. Either way, uh, it was not fun to watch. No, it was it was unwatchable. Unless you were watching the Manning cast. Uh, was that entertaining? Oh my god, it was hilarious Good. because literally the entire time the Mannings were trolling. Uh, the Patriots for for just running the ball, and they were just constantly making jokes about how uh, the receivers didn't even show up for practice this week. <laughs> Funny, but it worked. It Listen, uh, fourteen to ten, your final score as New England continues to have the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Mac Jones two of three for nineteen yards on the night. Uh, Nick Folk two field goals. Uh, basically, it was the wind at forty miles per hour and a bunch of rain that caused that to happen. So. Uh, it was a tough to watch, but at least they came out on top if you're a Patriots fan. Big J, how do you feel about Tom Holland's work outside of the Spider-Man world? You've seen a bunch of his movies. Have they been hit and miss, or are they all pretty good? Uh, yeah, you know, well, he, well, first of all, I mean, sometimes the movie isn't dependent upon him to be good. You know what I mean? I've seen a couple that I didn't really care for, but he was great. Okay. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to this news, I think, that you're dropping about his neck, one of his roles that he's picking up here. Played Fred Astaire? Yeah. You're excited about that? Yeah, because, you know, going way, way back as a kid, I watched a bunch of Fred Astaire movies. Nice. Well, well, then, yeah, it may be something right up your uh, role. Uh, although, it, 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 to be fair, Tom Holland says he hasn't even read the script, but he has agreed to play him. So, uh, Holland is currently promoting playing Peter Parker. Film hits December 17th, but apparently uh, after that, we've got, of course, Uncharted to look forward to. That drops in February, and then apparently after that, that's going to be the Fred Astaire project that he's going to work on. So, you can see him dancing on the screen. <laughs> Pearl Jam that is alive here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. A couple of people that are proud to be that. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Uh, welcome to the show. And, uh, you know, TikTok can be a dangerous thing, Big J. Uh, not only is it full of challenges that just cause a lot of property damage and terrible things to people's stuff that doesn't belong to them, but also it can ruin a particular event or thing that maybe you were looking forward to. And thanks to a TikTok string, we now have an idea of one place that, at least according to people that work at them, you should avoid eating at at all costs. And that is a little something called the Continental Breakfast, Big J. At the hotel, motel of your choice, if they happen to serve food in a, like, general open location... 
think twice about actually eating there, at least according to the people that work there, because it all started with somebody posting a TikTok video about some of the shortcuts they take at the Continental Breakfast when you eat there. For instance, like, they don't ever clean the waffle batter stuff. Like, they basically let it sit there until it turns rancid. And they don't give a crap about their breakfast. And so there's also like, and then it followed with a bunch of string of other people responding to them at the hotels that they work at and the shortcuts that they take on their continental breakfast. And all of it is incredibly unsanitary and almost all of it is hygiene related. Basically, the biggest complaint is, hey, listen, we're not in the food service industry. So a lot of this stuff, we don't know how to do, what to do, what's appropriate to do. We're trained on a lot of different things like hotels and that kind of stuff and making sure your information is put in the computer correctly and we know how to get you your room key and <laughs> we can get you extra towels. But it's not like we're working a restaurant, you know? And so if it's a continental breakfast, that's different than having like room service and stuff like that, okay? We're talking about, you know, the stuff that has like the the big old bin of scrambled eggs, a toast maker with some bread out, and like a waffle maker, and like some syrup and butter. That's the kind of continental breakfast you get that maybe you should probably try to avoid because none of them clean it properly. None of them actually clean the waffle maker. None of them worry about the waffle batter. None of them know what they're doing. They just want to get you in and out of there as quickly as possible, and apparently it's what gets a lot of people sick. Oh, man. So now you know. I uh, have for years avoided Continental Breakfast for lots of reasons, but uh, most of it was I would look around and go, all this stuff looks really dirty to me, and so I don't want to eat it. But uh, listen, I ha- nobody that I know of has ever had a problem, I want to state that, after a Continental Breakfast, but it does make me think twice about wanting to have one. Yeah, I, I, I never wanted to have I'm like, I'd rather just have a regular breakfast. Of course, of course. I mean, the difference, of course, is it's free, usually. That's but what see, makes it that's so appealing. to me, the art, I'm like, I don't care if it's free. Right. There's reasons things are free. Yes. It's that. oftentimes because they ain't worth it. Right. They ain't worth you paying for. And nobody, I don't I don't think I've ever heard the words come out of somebody's mouth, you know who's got a great continental breakfast. Ever. No, no, no. no. My wife has said those things. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that's the argument, man. I'm like, no, I don't want continental breakfast. I will say this, though. Uh, the Mile City Inn and Suites uh-huh. has a, uh, now they have like legitimate, uh, I, I would say, I would feel more comfortable having it there because they have people who are working. It looks like they have things clean, but still, I would rather go somewhere and have some biscuits and gravy than yeah. the biscuits and gravy I'm getting at some continental breakfast. But I feel like that's a good differential to make is that, you know, if somebody is there paying attention to the breakfast and serving you and looking at the actual food, I think that's different than the, like, the continental breakfast, which, in, in my opinion, which is like a bunch of single serving boxes of cereal with some milk that's left out on the table and you know a waffle maker that's like the continental breakfast that i feel like you're trying to avoid i think if somebody's manning the station and trying to pay attention and looking at the food quality and serving you that's above and beyond but but, yeah but you still don't know they could be still manning that not knowing what the hell's going on (laughs) right their their day job is cleaning out toilets but yeah they're serving (laughs) you food who knows man and so just be careful because uh, there's nothing worse than a foodborne illness. Agree or disagree, Big Oh, Jay? my God. It's, it gives me nightmares thinking about it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your streaming dumbass holiday style next on the X-Rock. It's streaming dumbass on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And the last official regular style streaming dumbass of the year, Big J, as we wander into the world of streaming movies and we try to find three that Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life. 
And based on just the plot of those movies, uh, as written down by the streaming service itself, he's got to select one to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. Fairly confident that you haven't seen any of these movies, as they're all Christmas-based in their theme, because, well, it's the holiday season. You understand, Big J? Yeah, of course. I I will make this promise to you. Despite what you may hear from a plot style of things, uh, these are not Hallmark movies, okay? These all have stars attached to them. So they are people that either you have heard of, are familiar with, hell, even a couple of former guests of the morning after pop up in some of these. Are you ready? I'm ready. Movie number one, desperate to avoid his family's judgment about being single, Peter persuades his best friend to pose as a significant other on a trip home for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Movie number two, centering around four sisters who have reunited for the Christmas holiday in a Yorkshire mansion. Misunderstandings uncover the long-buried secret that tore their family apart so many years ago. And movie number three. In Chicago, a family embarks on what appears to be an impossible quest to get the latest and greatest toy for Christmas. Movie (laughs) number one, movie number two, or movie number three, Big J? Um, Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, movie number two. Movie number two, huh? Dark Secrets. Okay. Uh, You passed on movie number one. That was a Netflix movie called Single All the Way. That stars Jennifer Coolidge, and it stars Michael Ure. You passed on that. You also passed on HBO Max movie called 8-Bit Christmas. That stars a couple of former guests the morning after, Steve Zahn and June Diane Raphael. Oh, it sounded like it could have been... uh... Uh, Jingle All the Way too. Yes, yes, or three it does. or four. Uh, perhaps they, I think they might have made it too. Now that I'm thinking about. It. You will be watching the Netflix film Father Christmas is Back. That stars Kelsey Grammer and Elizabeth Hurley. So that is the Ooh. movie you'll be watching. There's your star power. Father yeah. Christmas is Back is the name of it. I believe the long buried secret is that their dad is Santa. Uh, judging from at least the the uh, the, the video poster that I saw as I was writing down this plot synopsis. Well, ho, ho, ho. So Kelsey Grammer's got his turn at Christmas here. We'll see how Big J enjoys it. Favorite Christmas movie, Big J? Uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay. So, Without a doubt. That we- or Die Hard. <laughs> Correct. Uh, or Lethal Weapon. Quite frankly, I'm surprised you put uh, that a movie beat Die Hard, if we're being honest. But we'll see if Father Christmas is back and uh, find its way into the upper echelon. It is available for you to stream on Netflix if you'd like to play the home game. We'll get a review about that movie around this time tomorrow. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocate Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. If you're looking to sleep better... You may want to pretend you're a little teeny tiny baby, Big J. Oh, I'm a baby. Data shows regular bedtimes help improve toddler sleep, and that's equally important for adults and should be consistent across weekdays as well as weekends. Get out of here, really? Yes, you should go to bed at the same time every single day if you want the best quality sleep. Let me me tell you something. Can I interrupt you here? No, go ahead. Saturday, uh, I woke up, and, and I was just... Uh, enraged. I was just, I was having a terrible day, and this happens, and it's a fight every Friday night, Nick, that the wife wants me to stay up late and watch movies. Okay. Past my bedtime, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep, and she's like, no, stay up with me. I'm like, no, I want to keep a regular schedule, at least of going to bed at the same time. Uh, so we were watching Army of uh, the Dead. Uh-huh. We watched Army of Thieves the week before. Didn't get quite through that, so we had to catch up with it. And, and I tell you, it says fight every week. I'm like, listen, I need to go to bed at the regular time. 
It sucks. I've been doing this for almost 15 years. I wake up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I just, I have to have that. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes or sense. I'll be insane. I mean, I was so angry all day Saturday. It made no sense. Were you able to sleep in? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So did you get the same amount but, of sleep? But here's the thing. My regular, my human alarm clock wakes up and it's... Oh, it, no, I know. Yeah. It, it just, it never seems to work out right. Your human alarm my human uh, in body alarm clock. You have somebody there that wakes you up. Sir? Sir? You should take a hot bath before bedtime, too, just like a little baby. If you're having some real problems, having a hot bath or shower about one to two hours before your planned bedtime actually does shorten the amount of time it takes you to go to sleep. Then apply some lotion, Big J. Rub yourself down a little bit. That uh, has been shown to improve sleep in kids and adults. A little bit of a massage each night is helping things out as well. Release some tension, that kind of stuff. And then follow up your routine with a language-based activity. Like avoid watching television before bed. Reading is the best way to help you get some good quality sleep and fall asleep fast. So there are some tips. If you want the best quality sleep you can get, that's the way to get it. Heisman Trophy finalists have been named Bryce Young from Alabama, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh, and C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. One of those four gentlemen are going to win the Heisman. Uh, we will see how long it happens in the uh, the votes. The Of course, the winner will be announced this Saturday, but votes are now coming in. The four finalists have been named, so there's that. Oregon defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau has decided to forego his senior season with the Ducks and enter the NFL draft. Uh, depending on who gets the number one pick, he could be the number one overall selection taken uh, in the draft. That's how good he is. Of course, it all depends on what the person there, the team that ends up number one gets. And it looks like HBO Max is ready to go. Colin Farrell has decided he will star and executive produce in a Penguin series spinoff of the Batman, which is, of course, coming out in theaters uh, in March. It was announced already that HBO was planning on some sort of Penguin series, but we didn't know if it was something separate of or a prequel or any of that stuff with the Colin Farrell character. Apparently, he will be in it, so I'm not sure if it's going to pick up after the Batman or before the Batman or whatever. I think it's before, and it, uh, it's about him and uh, building his crime uh, story. So it's kind of like uh, what Gotham was supposed to be. I guess. Remember sure. that TV yeah. show that was on for like seven seasons that had a really good premise of Bruce Wayne as a kid and kind of showing right. the characters around Batman as they rise to power and, and prominence in Gotham City, but it ended up being almost unwatchable. Uh, hopefully this does a little bit of a better job. But we'll see. Colin Farrell is going to be involved, so if you hopefully you like that character because uh, you're going to get more of it whether you like it or not. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yeah, let's play the X Double Dare. As a matter of fact, as we're going to try to give away an opportunity for someone to win $200 when it's all said and done. They just got to know a little bit about the topic and gamble on themselves a bit to see if they can claim that prize. We'd like to give away some money. And today's caller X is Kelly. Hey, Kelly, good morning. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Excellent. Did you happen to hear the category this morning or would you like it uh, laid out before you again? No, I did not hear it. If okay. I could hear it again, that'd be excellent. All right, it's books you had to read in high school, probably, maybe. So we're taking you back to high school, Kelly, uh, and books that you were forced to read, probably in English class at some point. Uh, how confident does that make you feel? You know, I dabble a little bit. I think I'll be okay. All right, I oh, like boy. your attitude. Good luck, Kelly. Here's your $50 question. In, Thanks so much. In the Scarlet Letter, what letter was 
Hester Prines assigned to wear as a result of her infidelity? The letter A that for is, adultery. That is correct. Right. Good job, Kelly. Hester Prynne, but you were almost there. Uh, all right. And he, uh, so you can take that $50 and walk away, Kelly, or you can try for a more difficult $100 question, double or nothing style. What would you like to do? Yeah, let's double or nothing. All right. All right. Who wrote Catcher in the Rye? Was it F. Scott Fitzgerald, J.D. Salinger, or Ernest Hemingway? That's going to be J.D. Salinger. Right. She is on fire. is correct. That is $100. We now present to you the opportunity for $200. Uh, It is supposed to be the hardest question of the bunch. Would you like to try it or take your $100 and walk away? Uh, Yeah, let's try it. All right. Good luck. In The Great Gadsby. What is the name of Nick Carraway's cousin, who also happens to be the object of Jay Gadsby's affection? Is it Daisy Buchanan, Myrtle Wilson, or Jordan Baker? Daisy Buchanan. Right. Look at you, Kelly. I mean, no hesitation. Knocked it out of the park. That is absolutely correct. That is $200 coming your way. Well done. Well done. Thank she, you. she dabbles in literature, she says. I think she, she was being coy. She's probably a literature teacher. Sandbagging us. But either way, way to go, Kelly. We're incredibly <laughs> proud of you. 200 bucks coming your way. Please hold on. That's how it's supposed to work. Sure, there are questions about books you read when you were in high school, but none of that should matter if you're like Kelly and know what you're talking about. So, two more chances to try to win some cash. Jason Drew's got your questions at 12.30. Adam has them at 5.30. We wish everybody luck uh, in today's category, and that's how it's supposed to end. Way to go, Kelly. We will go to hell. That's happening next on the X Rocks. The X Rocks. Columbus County, North Carolina is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, you are well-versed in the world of Facebook Lives. You've done those before. Oh, yeah. Any tips or ideas for those that maybe uh, are thinking about projecting a little bit and or letting a little bit more of themselves out there in the world of some Facebook Lives? I I, I mean, yeah, don't swear. Okay. Big J don't, says don't swear. Don't be playing music. Uh, don't be playing any music that's copyrighted. <laughs> yes, that will get you in trouble for sure. Good tips nonetheless. Uh, I got a bonus one for you. Check your background. Make sure oh, there's yeah. nothing going on in the background that could get you into trouble. And that's the story like murder. of Candace Keene. Yes, murder going on in the background. Uh, well, depending on who's doing the murder, of course, would get you in trouble or not. But uh, yes, Candace Keene is 33 years old and she found herself arrested because she was going uh, Facebook Live and talking to some people about a particular topic from her home. And one of the people that happens to follow her on Facebook had noticed that in the background, Big J, it looked like there was a bomb. And in North Carolina, medical marijuana is okay, but not recreational marijuana. And this person is fairly certain that Candace didn't have any medical conditions that required her to have a marijuana bong in her house, let alone on her Facebook Live. And so that is when this person decided it was a good idea to call the police. Police were pointed to the video to say that there was illegal things happening in uh, Candace's uh, Facebook video. Police did look at the video, did notice what they were talking about, and decided it was time to bring this criminal to justice, Big J. While she was still live on Facebook, four police officers got into her house and arrested her for drug possession because they found uh, unspecified amounts of marijuana in her home. Uh, when they searched her home after finding out the information on Facebook Live. And so now she is facing some charges because uh, of Facebook Live and having marijuana in the background. So, now you know. 
you never know who's uh, going to rat you out on your Facebook list either, too. So know your audience would be another good tip to have for your streamers, uh, just in case. Check your background, no swearing, don't play music, and know your audience are pretty good tips that you got this morning for free from us so that you don't get in trouble. Good idea. I mean, that wouldn't work here in the state of Idaho either, just so you know. That's absolutely correct. If one of your busybody friends actually did the same thing, uh, you could get in trouble for the very same reason. Now, I don't know if we need a real, you know, uh, usual suspects, Kevin Pollock, did you bring enough guys situation where four people are breaking down the door to your house because you got a bong in the background of your Facebook Live video, but at least uh, she won't be on the streets, Big J. That's a that's another thing um, that that happens a lot with with well not a lot but it's called swatting, uh, where generally people uh, in the streaming industry will uh, try to get your house uh, broken into by the SWAT. Sure. Team. Yeah. There's there's several stories about that. This, however, doesn't seem to be that kind of a thing. But who knows? This is more like somebody ratted her out for having a bong in the background. But now she's facing a bunch of charges, additional charges, Big J, because she did threaten to purposely urinate in the vehicle. That's how she upset she was at the police. So she didn't, she did not urinate, but she threatened to. So uh, she got in trouble for that as well. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in that accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And it's getting to be about that time of year, Big J, when things need to be put inside your house that usually belong outside. I'm talking about Christmas trees. And maybe you're (laughs) one of those people that like to head into the woods and chop down your own Christmas tree. But do know there are some guidelines that you should follow so that you don't get in trouble like, you know, we did with the state house Christmas tree, where it was illegally cut down and not allowed to do it. The U.S. Forest Service says you first need to get a permit from the forest district office in your particular backyard, and they'll give you some tree cutting instructions as well. Office will provide specific dates, times, and areas where it's okay to cut down the trees, and then you can do it. Now, for Christmas trees specifically, you got to cut it from an area that's at least 200 feet away from any main roads or other sites. The trunk has to be six inches in diameter or less, Big J. And you're also not allowed to just cut off the top of a taller tree, if that makes sense. You can't climb up there and just go, I'll just take the top of this thing. That looks great up there. I gotcha. USFS will also provide a tree tag that you can apply to the tree before it's loaded onto any vehicle. That way they know it's legal and you're getting it from the place. This is, again, if you're going on public land and deciding to cut off your own TV tree, that kind of thing. So make sure you do it the right way. And not the wrong way so that you don't get in trouble. Nobody wants to get in trouble for it. The uh, trouble with watching football was you get games sometimes with New England Lake Buffalo last night on Monday Night Football. It was a rough one. 14-10 to 10 the final score. Weather was to blame. Uh, 40 mile per hour winds. Torrential rain. And so the Patriots tried to run the ball uh, all night long and only attempted three passes in the entire game. And they still won. 14-10 to 10 the final score. Mac Jones... Two of three from the field, 19 yards. Nick Folk kicked a couple of field goals for New England with a win at his back. That helped out. And, of course, they were able to contain the Bills' offense as well. And they just, I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was like watching a, a, a triple option football game. It was nuts. Yep. I do not have good news here, Big J. Billboard released their year-end 200 best-selling albums. And for the first time in Billboard's history... There are no new rock or metal albums that made the list, at least that we would qualify as rock. So there hasn't even been an album that came out this year that was good enough to land in the top 200 best-selling albums, which is bananas. You got, you know, Taylor Swift, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo up there near the top, 
but no rock or metal. What does that say? I, I mean, I don't know. It's a great... We've been trying to ask ourselves that for the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, for some reason, uh, while, you know, you can look at it, it also does really depend on what they clar- classify as rock. But, you know, because some people would argue that, you know, things like 21 Pilots and... Um, and Imagine Dragons will fall in those rock streaming numbers, which always has a huge categorical rock streaming rating. But when you break it down, how many of those are considered harder rock or metal artists? And that number dwindles down significantly. And so you have that factored in. We know that you're not buying CDs or albums, uh, but it's also one of the better like concert selling venues and, and, and genres out there, too. So it's a weird and, dynamic. And and listening to, I mean, the, you know, the streaming numbers, you know, there's a huge percentage of people listening to rock and metal. Maybe it's just there's so many artists that they don't like listen to one particular to, to push them over the edge. I don't know. I mean, like I said, you know, it depends on what you clarify as rock and metal, especially when it comes to streaming, because there was no alternative category. So all of those alternative quote unquote bands and singer songwriter bands are being l- categorized as rock. And if there's one thing we know about, like, the Grammys and mainstream publications is their definition of rock and ours are very different. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. And so when you factor in all those numbers, that could be where the huge streaming numbers are coming from. And the metal numbers are just not there. Who knows? We know you're not buying albums, but we know if you have a chance, you'll buy a concert ticket. So it's very interesting to know what that means for the future. I'm guessing what you're going to have it see is a lot less albums being released by bands and being available to you because they're just not worth making them if you're not going to buy them and then you can you know pick up concert set lists or you can buy you know song by song or you can rely on other ways of getting it but it's kind of already happening that way you know bands are releasing songs six seven eight months before their album comes out like the pretty reckless and letting a song kind of sit there for a while before you get a taste and then seeing if it's worth the time but even then when they release an album it doesn't sell that well. So it's created quite an interesting set of circumstances that we don't have the answer to, but we just know it's not happening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we got your pop culture smackdown. Hold on for that. Culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, we're about 11 days away from the Xmas bash. Nick at the Dinning Factory, three of the dead men coming in. We've got 10 years and Eva under fire. Going to be a great show. We'll get you set up with tickets for that here. If you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. You're going to have to know a little bit of something about the world of pop culture in order to claim this prize. But if you can... Victory will be yours, and we will send you tickets to go check out that show coming up next Saturday, free of charge, just for playing the game. Hello, The X. What's up? This is Sam. All right, Sam, you are up first. Sam, this actress is probably most well-known for playing Brenda on the 90s version of Beverly Hills 90210. Brenda. Yeah. It is Brenda. That was her character's name. We need to know the actress. Ah, well, give up. That's what happens. Hello, the X. Sorry, man. How's it going? Hey, uh, we need to know this actress is probably most well known for playing Brenda. Oh my God! Didn't even let me finish. Right. That's the kind of stuff I like. What's your name, man? Matt. Matt. Matt, uh, Big J. uh, You're taking on Big J. Big J. This actor is better known as Shazam in the DC universe. Uh, let's go with uh, Levi. 
Right. Good enough for me. At last name is all it takes. Zach Levi Zach or Levi. Zachary Levi. Uh, next question for you, sir. Outside of Sarah Jessica Parker, name one of the other three actresses that starred in the original version of Sex in the City on HBO. Uh, Cottrell? Yep. Right. I'll take it. Yeah. Kim Cottrell also would have accepted. Uh, I should probably have been followed up with you having the name of the other ones. But uh, Kristen Davis or Cynthia Nixon were the other ladies involved. All three of them outside of Kim Cottrell back for the reboot. Big J, Nicole Byer hosts this show on Netflix. It's a cooking show where people try to bake amazing looking things. And it turns out pretty crappy. Uh, the British Baking Championship? Wrong. British. Baking yeah. Championship. Nicole Byer is not British. Wrong. It's not a British show at all. It's put together here in the United States of America. The Lesser Baking Championship. Wrong. And it's called Nailed It. Right. Nailed It is the popular Netflix show that Nicole Byer hosts. Congratulations, man. You got tickets to the Xmas Bash. You are good to go, sir. Theory of a Dead Man and Eve Under Fire and 10 Years tickets are yours. Please hold on. We'll get some information <laughs> next. Coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit about something very cool that is going on that you can help the Treasure Valley with and also help out some great kids here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, next to it, it's a little thing courtesy of our friend Sean, and it's coming up next on the X Rocks. Nope. That is Green Day. That is Brain Stew along with Jaded here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time to let you know about something very cool happening here in the Treasure Valley. It's an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio Sean Rainwright, he of Phoenix Fire Games uh, fame. Thank you very much for coming in, Sean. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being a part of the fun. And, uh, you know, you are uh, somebody that has done a lot of cool things for a lot of charities here in the Treasure Valley. One thing that we were just talking about off the air was uh, your relationship with Extra Life. It's how we kind of got involved with it and Adam got involved with it is an opportunity for people to play video games and raise some money for local children's hospitals. And that's something that has kind of taken a hit over the last couple of years, courtesy of the coronavirus. And so we're trying real hard to make at least a little piece of that come back over there at Phoenix Fire Games, right? Correct. Yeah, And absolutely. so uh, how can people help out if they want to do exactly it's that? It's genius. <laughs> Big J I, I, it. I think you've done a double thing. It's genius helping out two charities with one thing. Thank you. Uh, so we, we did this last year, and for the same reason. Uh, so Toys for Tots. Yay, Yay, Toys for Tots. Who doesn't love that? Right. So um, so we have a Toys for Tots uh, collection, and we've worked with gaming publishers to put together a, a program called A Game for Every Table. It's not my idea. I'm not going to claim it. It's, <laughs> it's some, someone else's idea. Uh, thank you, Pat, out there. Um, but uh, so with publishers, we work with, with getting games to kids. Um, and then we wanted to take it one step further because of our, our lack of being able to do extra life stuff. So uh, we have these game bundles. They're, they're great for kids of all ages. Uh, you buy two copies of the same game. You take one home, you enjoy it with your family. You buy one game of the same copy of the same game at half price. That goes directly into the Toys for Tots bin, so the kids get it on the Toys for Tots side. We take that money, we match it, and we give it to Extra Life. So as a company, we're breaking even. We don't make any money on this whole project. You get a game, you get to take it home and enjoy it. A kid gets a game. St. Luke's Children's Hospital gets some money as well, so it, it really is a win-win like package deal. So. It's awesome. It is, and uh, but 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 better still, why don't you just go down and buy two games? 
<laughs> and donate both of them for Toys for Tots. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, that's what I plan on doing. Yeah, so. la- last year, oh, I think it was 296 games that we do- that we gave to awesome. Toys for Tots. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and it was only like almost three thousand dollars for Extra Life at the same time, right? Great. So that's our that's our goal again this year. Beautiful. So. I love it. And and you know, you, you guys have gone on your way too. If, if you haven't been to Phoenix Fire Games in Meridian, it, it's it's right off of Fairview. It's it's a great place, a great location, and you have kind of like a display set up as well, so people can kind of check out and see some of the games, and they are, you know, for adults, some of them, and some of them are strictly for kids, so you can kind of run the gamut there as well. Exactly, right? yeah. It's right there. It's, it's at the front counter. It's easy. It's next to the Toys for Tots bin. We have all the games that you can choose from um, together, easy to choose, and all the way from, there's like age age three or four for games up to teenagers. Yeah. You know, so it's... And we were just talking that the tabletop gaming industry is booming right now. I Very mean, much. It's, it's a perfect time because a lot of people haven't been able to get out. Why yep. not play some games? Uh, so you probably have a lot of new stuff in the store. There's, I mean, so many new games, uh, especially with some of the delays across the world with shipping and stuff. So many things have arrived in the last month that were delayed all year. So the, the new gaming selection is huge right now. That's pretty awesome. Uh, some of the favorites of the year that people can look out and check out, maybe to put you on the spot if you don't mind. Uh, that's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so some of the favorites, like for the kids' games, I would say um, uh, Kids Chronicles is a brand new one, and um, and Yummy Yummy Monster Tummy for for children. Uh, they are uh, digital digital hybrid games, is what we like to call them. It's board gaming and app together at the same time. Okay. Um, great technology advancements in that. Um, board game wise, uh, My City. By, by Thames and Cosmos, good guys. Um, uh, super fun, super fun game, challenging, thinky, Tetrisy. You know, you yell at it, you smile at it. It's it's a lot of fun. We've <laughs> we've enjoyed the heck out of that one. Um, and uh, same thing, actually, like Tetris has been, uh, you know, to coin a phrase that's trademarked, of course. But that those, those types of pieces have become a big part of the gaming industry in the last year. So a lot of games you'll recognize those shapes. Okay, being a popular theme recently. So Project L is another big one that uses that kind is of Is it like thinking. a Jenga so, kind of setup? No, or, it's, no? You're, you're actually taking like little pieces and, bu- and building in a map with these different shape okay. things. So you're not stacking, you're, you're filling in a grid, if you will, with these shapes. Um, but it's randomized and you have to like use your analytical brain to like right. put the right pieces and that's where the yelling and swearing and you know laughing and stuff comes in but um just it's been a big big theme recently and, and there's even one about cats it's called isle of cats uses the same thing cats and weird tetrisy type shapes and stuff All so right. yeah a lot of fun i tell you what and and that's the cool thing i like about phoenix fire games too is when you walk in the people that work there they know their stuff and sometimes i go in there and i'm like all i know is i want a party game for like four people and i want something that's cool and interesting that we can have fun doing and they are more than willing to help out and point you in the right direction so whether you're going there for yourself and your friends you're going there for a christmas and holiday gift or you're going there for your kids that you need something for under the tree it's the perfect place and there's all sorts of things there that you can choose from and it gives you an opportunity right now to help out toys for tots and help out extra life which is pretty awesome so well done sean well done for sure thank you thank yeah you we got till yeah. thursday right thursday to so th- thursday is when we want to we want to drive the the bins over and drop them off at uh i think it's the 
near the Walmart on Fairview. Obviously, They've got a big yeah. truck there and stuff. Yeah, but that's that's our goal. I mean, if we if we get donations after that, we'll figure out a way to make it. All right. There, so people want to stop by and be a part of the fun. What's the best place to find Phoenix Fire Games? Uh, so it's 44 East Fairview Avenue. It's in Meridian, Big Lots, and Albertson Shopping Center at Cherry and Main. Can't miss us. Exactly. Oh, wow. And Phoenix Fire Games on uh, social media. Facebook? Yes, Facebook Dude, Phoenix yeah. Fire Games, Instagram Phoenix Fire Games, website PhoenixFireGames.com. And so. you can check it all out there. You can even uh, preview some of the games before you go in, but it's a great thing that you're doing. Hopefully you hit that goal, sir. Thank you for coming in, Sean. Thank you. Absolutely. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Got to recap the Fantasy Football League coming up here real quick, but... (laughs) J. Oh! It is time to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League, week number 13. Only two weeks left until the playoffs, Big J. How did it turn out for Cobra Jays? Yeah, you know, it uh, turned out okay. I was going against, unfortunately, one of the uh, lesser teams in the league. No punt intended, our good friend Lanny. And, uh, you know, the thing I'm really lucky about, Nick, is that almost every week it seems I've had one player in particular step up and really... Uh, be able to make up for the difference of, of some of my other players on the team. And uh, this particular week, it was uh, T. Higgins, who I is uh, a wide receiver for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, and I wasn't even sure I was going to put him in the lineup, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to leave him in, and he got me 28 points uh, in the flex position. I got 18 points from my defense and the Colts. They have been solid all year long for me, <clears throat> and uh, that yeah, was... Yeah, the shutout helped. Yeah, that did help. They kicked some real butt that day, um, and Leonard Fournette has been just a solid rock star for my team, and that has helped me put together some pretty good numbers over the year. Uh, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, I have both of those players they both play for the Cowboys and you know Dak hasn't been great the last couple weeks coming off the bye and of course he was uh, injured a little bit as well only getting me 11 points but CeeDee Lamb got me almost 20 points it landed with a score of 123 uh, and almost uh, 123 and a half points but uh, that was enough to lead me over over uh, no pun intended he had Kirk Cousins had 20 points he got 17 points from uh, Mike Sanders running back for the Philadelphia Eagles but uh, the rest of his team just uh, didn't quite uh, live up to the expectation that he was having. Uh, C. Edwards Alaire, of course, he's the wide res- or the uh, running back for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I have his backup, Damian, and he scored. Uh, they scored both just about the same amount of points. So it was a wash there, and um, he ended up with 97 points. So I came out ahead and won, uh, which is uh, keeping me uh, lead in the division. So that's looking good. Not bad. Yeah, you have got like the Mountain West division, and I'm stuck in the SEC here where uh, I was going up against the number one seed in the oh, battle. Fault. Every day I'm rustling. Melanie has uh, been on a hot streak, and I was hoping I would cool her down. And I tell you what, it was off to a fantastic start for me, man. I mean, I started out in the early games, and I had Chris Godwin for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who was catching everything, had 30 points for me. I had Dallas Goddard in the early games as well against the Jets. He had two touchdowns. So I had 50 points, 58 points, almost 60 points out of two players that played in the two early games. I was happy. And then the afternoon game started, and things went downhill from there. I didn't get anything out of Derek Carr because he's been terrible every time I've had him in my lineup. My quarterback problems continue. Joe Mixon was supposed to come down to earth at some point, and he picked this weekend to do so. Had a touchdown, but did have a costly fumble as well. Not a lot of yards on the ground. They were down early in that game. The Bengals were, so they were chucking the ball all over the place. Joe Mixon really wasn't part of the game plan, so I didn't get anything from him. I had Steph Diggs going last night. We know how that game turned out. Uh, I had James Robinson, the running back for the Jaguars, who has been on the tear 
but was questionable going into the playoffs, excuse me, going into this game, and he was a game-time decision, but I was like, okay, who do I put in instead? And I almost put in Van Jefferson for the Rams, who had a huge game. Instead, I went with Robinson instead. Uh, he only got me 2.5 points, so it wasn't a smart move. Wouldn't have mattered anyway, because Melanie just went crazy. Uh, every damn wrestling got 30 points out of Deontay Johnson. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got 24, 24 for Josh Jacobs in that Raiders game. Russell Wilson had a good game. Uh, her kicker got her 12 points. Uh, Thomas, the uh, the tight end for Washington, ended up with a score. So just 141 points. Buzz saw she's the number one team for a reason. I just uh, I didn't have a chance. Even if I had a perfect lineup, I wouldn't have beat her despite getting off to a very hot start. So congratulations to Melanie, our first 10 game winner in the uh, actual morning after Fantasy Football League. 10 and three and number one with a bullet uh that's pretty much going to do it for me uh my playoff hopes are are done i'm just hoping to finish above 500 at this point i'm seven and six so the uh the ability to win a championship for this morning show lies on you big j great you good luck uh because you're gonna need it going up against teams like every damn wrestling and don't forget oh, who about i beat before so. of course yeah well listen it's all you how matchups and what happens i mean if you matched up this week you would not have beaten her but yeah. it happens from time to time you who lost knows? I've won. I know. Yeah, you are. You. What's your record officially, by the way? Uh, I think eight and four. Yeah. So you, you listen. You're one game. Well, that, that doesn't add up. But uh, either way, eight and fifteen. Eight and fifteen. Wonderful. Tenacious D was the highest score of the week. 146 points for Jim's team, who improved to eight and five. Uh, taking on Jeremy's, the dead will tell, and it was a route. 146 to 79. Big performance out of George Kittle and out of his quarterback Tom Brady. Of course, didn't suck that he's had Cooper Cup, who's had a huge year. That's why he's the highest scorer of the actual league this week. And uh, Jeremy, unfortunately, didn't have anybody over 16 points. Mike Williams, his highest score. Uh, nice little matchup between uh, Robert Singh to Ruder and. And discount double check, 133-108 victory for Wayne's team, who also improves to 8-5. Justin Herbert, David Montgomery for the Bears with a big game and also had 22 points out of uh, Keenan Allen, who will have to see what happens because he's got COVID. So we'll see if he plays next week. But Wayne still picked him up. Uh, nice win for Kyler Murray, a nice game for Kyler Murray, 30 points. Rob Gronkowski, a good game, but that's pretty much it for good old Allen's discount double check, who falls to 6-7 and seven on the year. Defending champion 3 Peter Parker ended up with with a uh, 139-80 victory over wrong side of Kamara. Poor Courtney has been on the uh, tough side of things this year. Dell improves to 8-5. and five. Big performance out of his flex position. He played Javante Williams, the running back for Denver, who had a 30-burger for him. Uh, nice bounce-back game for LeVar Jackson, even though they didn't win. Still had a 17-point performance and overcame a tough game by Ezekiel Eckler, or excuse me, Alex Eckler for the running back for the Chargers. 17 points, but still 139 for the victory. Uh, Courtney couldn't get anybody over 17 points. Uh, Damian Harris, the running back for the Patriots last night with her highest score, 17 points. Josh Allen, her quarterback, did not have a good game. So it's been a rough year for Courtney, 3-10 and 10 on the season. Ouch. And finally, congratulations to Tracy's uh, Suck Tease. Ended up with a 6-7 and seven record and 135-99 victory over Good Twin. Uh, big performance there, uh, balanced performance, I should say. 20 points apiece out of Devontae Freeman and Alex Madison and Teddy Bridgewater with 12 points, but good enough to give her the win. 35-point performance out of Justin Jefferson, who has been a really consistent fantasy performer for good twin, but that's about it this week. And she had zero points on her bench, so there was nothing that Tanya could have done to pick up that victory. Hopefully that makes her feel a little bit better. As we head down the home stretch, who do you got in week 14, Big Jay? Yeah, good twin. Uh, so I'll be facing her uh, again uh, second time. She beat me the first time, so we'll see how it uh, falls out. I got a couple players
Bears coming back from bye, and she's got a player or two on bye. So we'll see what happens with me against wrong side of Camara. But at this point, we're just playing for pride between Courtney and I. So uh, best of luck as we head into the final two weeks of the season of the morning after fantasy football league. We will come back with some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks. <laughs> So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And you'll get to enjoy some music for free. We got a, a Mastodon has a new album out called Hushed and Grim. And we will get you a digital download code for that if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. Free Mastodon music at 208-287-1003. You just got to figure out bad impressions in order to claim this prize. And it works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you got some free music coming your way to add to your collection to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? What's your name? Marshall. I'm Marshall. You're up first. Good luck. Nom nom. Okay, I, I didn't. Uh, were you mumbling? Nom nom. Yeah. I mean, that's a oh. spot on, if you ask me. Well, I'm gonna have to get another one. Hey, yo, Adrian. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Sylvester Stallone or Rocky. Sylvester Stallone will work. Beautiful job. Oh. Hang on one second, man. We'll get you that Mastodon CD and Clue 3 for fun. I'm on TV. And why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? Never thought this would happen, but he's coming to TV, Nick. Look kind out. Of. Kind of. Uh, I guess we're, we're considering Paramount Plus TV, definitely. And he will star in his first TV series, Nick. He's going to play a legendary New York City mobster who moves to Kansas City, Missouri to reestablish his family. Oh, like the fam, like the mob family? Yes. The Familia, all right. Familia. Okay, very interesting. Paramount Plus? Yes. And it's called Kansas City, and uh, that should be very interesting. Do we have any dates? Uh, I don't see a date here yet, but uh, uh, let's see. Um, no, it's, it's, it's going to be soon, I'm yeah, sure. They just announced it, so I'm guessing they probably haven't started filming it, or do you think they have? Uh, no, I don't think they're filming. Usually okay. Sylvester Stallone's pretty good about posting stuff like that on his Instagram, uh, what he's been up to. So, well, we'll see, but uh, it should be very, very interesting. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you're a Sylvester Stallone fan. Of course you are. You would want to watch anything that he wants to do, but uh, is it enough to get you to pay up for Paramount Plus, I guess, is the question. That's it. That, well, at least for a free trial. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's something that no other show can say, so there's that. Something <laughs> to look forward to. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Are you that is Volby, that is Shotgun Blues, and that's how it's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday. Thanks to Sean Wainwright of Phoenix Fire Games for stopping by, telling you how you can help out some great people and kids here in the Treasure Valley just by purchasing a game at Phoenix Fire Games over the course of the next couple of days. We encourage you to do that. Not only is it for uh, perfect for a present, but it also helps out Toys for Tots and Extra Life in the process, which is pretty awesome, helping out Children's Hospital. So two charities, one shot, only at Phoenix Fire Games. Check it out for yourself. Also, gave away $200 today. Congratulations to Kelly on the topic of discussion was what, Big J? Books that yeah. you may or may not have read in high school. 
And that care, that will continue today with Jason Drew at 1230 and uh, Adam at 530. So hopefully you can go back to high school literature class and remember some of the questions like Kelly did and knock it out of the park and get yourself $200. That's the idea anyway. Reminder that if you need a car loan do-over, check out Team Mazda in the pre-owned Superstore. They even have the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com, the website you hear all the time here on the X. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, 80 years ago today is the day that will live in infamy, uh, Pearl Harbor, and quite a few uh, ceremonies uh, going on in Pearl Harbor uh, over that and, and a bunch of uh, veterans that uh, the last remaining ones are out there kind of hanging out and going in. Some of them haven't been there since uh, since 1941. So uh, definitely something to think about today and, and remember and uh, just uh, kind of think about uh, those uh, those men and women today. Well said, sir. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by DMB Supply, along with everything else you need to live and work and play in the West. DMB Supply carries a huge selection of pet food, toys, and supplies to keep your best friends healthy and happy. So if you got pets, DMB Supply has you covered. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.